Good morning, it is Sunday, February 27th, and here's your devotional for this morning. You've been born into a world of authority, and it is not you. Disobedience dethrones God and enthrones you in your heart. You could argue that the most important words in all of the Bible are the first four words, In the beginning, God. Those words are meant to change the way you think about yourself, life, God, and everything else. God was on sight before you were. The earth and everything in it is an expression of his design and his purpose. Because he is the creator of all things, all things belong to him. God created you. That means you belong to him. You and I were carefully designed for his purpose. We did not make ourselves. We did not rise out of the primordial ooze and result the result of impersonal forces. We are the direct product of God's creative power and will. Now think about this. When I make something, it belongs to me precisely because I made it. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world of autonomy. To deny this is to tell myself that my life belongs to me for my use for the purpose of my happiness. This is not only about denying God's existence and authority, but also is about denying my own humanity. All human beings were created to live with a life-shaping God consciousness and a willing submission to God's authority. This means that you and I will never be at the center of life because God is. It will never be about us because it is about Him. It is never about our will and our way because it is about His. We will never be the ultimate authority in our lives because He is. To deny this is to deny reality and give yourself to the most dangerous of all delusions. To deny this is like denying the existence of the sun. If you did that, the people around you would think you were crazy. Sin makes us just that crazy. We deny the evidence that is all around us of God's existence and authority. We tell ourselves that we are the only authority that we need. We write our own moral rules. We tell ourselves that we know what is best for us. We willingly step over God's wise and protective boundaries. We run after what God says is wrong, and we chafe against what he declares is right. We run after what God says is wrong, and we chafe against what he declares right. We deny him as king and set ourselves up as the kings of our little worlds. We forget his glory and live for the glory of our own pleasure, power, comfort, and ease. This is why grace is essential. It takes powerful, rescuing grace to transform me from a self-ruled junkie into a person who willingly and joyfully submits the plan and purpose of another. It requires powerful mercy for me to become a person who surrenders self-appointed authority to the authority of God. <laughs> it takes grace for me to acknowledge that there is a king and that he is not me. It takes God's rescuing hand for me to forsake the purpose of my kingdom and take me up to the purpose of his. Jesus submitted himself to the Father's will even to death so that you and I would have the grace we need to do the same. For further study and encouragement, read Psalm 19. Psalm 19. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky proclaims the work of his hands. Day after day they pour out speech. Night after night they communicate knowledge. There is no speech, there are no words, their voice is not heard. The, their message has gone out to all the earth and their, wor- and their words to the ends of the inhabited world. In the heavens he has pitched a tent for the sun. It is like a groom coming from the bridal chamber. It rejoices like an athlete running a course. It rises from one end of the heavens and circles to the other end. Nothing is hidden from its heat. The instruction of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is trustworthy, making the inexperienced wise. 
The precepts of the Lord are right, making the heart glad. The commandment of the Lord is radiant, making the eyes light up. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinance of the Lord are reliable and altogether righteous. They are more desirable than gold, than an abundance of pure gold, and sweeter than honey, than honey dripping from the comb. In addition, your servant is warned by them. There is great reward in keeping them. Who perceives his unintentional sins? Cleanse me from my hidden faults. Moreover, keep your servant from willful sins. Do not let them rule over me. Then I will be innocent and cleansed from blatant rebellion. But the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable to you, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Lord Jesus, we pray that the words of my heart and the meditations, the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart would be acceptable to you, Lord. Lord, seek me, Lord Jesus. Search my heart. Identify and help me see all those unintentional sins and those hidden sins that I don't see. But Father God, help me reveal them to me. Lord, and I um, confess and am convicted and repent of my blatant rebellion, Father God. Um, my willful premeditated sin, Lord Jesus. Lord, and I pray you will cleanse me from all those, Lord. Lord, your word promises that you will uh, cleanse and that you will um, wash white as snow and that uh, our sins will be as far as the east is from the west and receive that and claim that, Father God, um, right now, Lord Jesus. And I pray as we walk into this new day, this Sabbath, that we would rest, that I would rest, that I would seek you and... Uh, um, my mind be stayed and steadfast on you, Father God. In your name I pray. Amen.